every single time that my body is purging, even when I'm not on medicine, like my body, I'll have a whole coughing fit. And I thank my body knowing that my body is releasing something that I am not conscious of. So as you are in this cycle of release, as you are in this cycle of walking through the fire, the most powerful thing that you can do is get out of your head and into your body. Welcome to the Heaven on Earth podcast. I am your host, Sophia Del Porto, an ocean medicine woman, a spiritual mentor and guide for women around the world, a priestess, a mystic. The mission of the Heaven on Earth podcast is to do just that, is to create conscious conversations that allow for you to remember who you are and embody the frequency of Heaven on Earth. With conversations ranging from plant medicine to my journey to the darkness to embodiment to quite literally anything and everything, we really do cover it all. I am so grateful that you're here and I'll see you on the other side of this episode. Welcome back to another episode of Heaven on Earth. I am so excited to be here with you today and to give you guys the part two that you have been asking for. If you have not listened to my last episode around the big shift that is happening, I invite you to go in and listen to it because there's so much power and so much potency and also it gets to be a permission slip for you to be able to serve in your mission and to serve in your medicine in the way that your soul is meant to do it. And so inviting you to go back, listen to that. And as you tune into part two today, today we're going to get into the second key of priestesshood, which is release. And if you haven't already listened to part one, go listen to part one of this episode. It's two ep- or of this three-part series. It's two episodes back and it's called Remember. And so I really talk about, you know, this process. And if you want to go back even further, inviting you to listen to the episode called The Three Keys of Priestesshood. But today for part two, we are going to be diving into release. And this part I share with my clients openly all the time and I share openly with you and with any woman that comes to me in this process that the release portion is not easy. The release portion is not the love and the light and the rainbows and the fairies and the magic. The release portion is where we step into the darkness. The release portion, the release key, this era, the release is like the death cycle, right? And in order to be reborn, we must die first. A part of us must die so that new life can be reborn. We can't just continue to rebirth without continuing to let parts of ourselves go and shedding old beliefs and old behaviors and letting all of that go. And so today, as we talk about this key of priestesshood, as we talk about the release, this is where the true priestesses rise. This is where the women that know that this is their gift and this is why they're here rise to the challenge of walking through the fire. Because walking through the fire is not fun and it's not rainbows and it's not bubbles. Walking through the fire is hard and it's painful and it hurts and it's scary. 
Walking through the fire means sitting with all of the things that you have stuffed down for years and years and years through your numbing mechanisms, through the alcohol, through the food, through the sex, through the dating, through the drugs, through the meditation, through all these things that we have done to get out of our body. When we step into the, into the key of release, we have no choice but to go inwards. We have no choice but to see all of the things that we have not allowed for ourselves to see out of fear. And it is through walking through the fire that the priestesses are forged. We are not forged through the light. We are forged through the fire because as women, we carry the gift of alchemy within us. We carry the gift of alchemy within the void of our womb. And because of our womb, we are able to transmute even the darkest of nights into the brightest of days, even the hardest, densest emotions into nothing but crystalline white light. That is our gift and that is our power. And so I want to invite you into just some things to help guide you if you are somebody that's listening to this and you're like, yep, I'm in a death season, I'm in this release phase, SOS. Sometimes it feels like an SOS. The first thing that I want to invite you into is sisterhood. And there's a difference between projecting all of your shit all over somebody and conscious communication in sisterhood. Over the past two months, I have gone through some of the hottest fires I've ever been through. My heart has been cracked open. And in these spaces, I've called on my sisters. I've asked to be witnessed. I've asked for support. I've asked to be held. Because when we are witnessed in these emotions, in the rage, in the grief, in the anger, in the fear, in the doubt, in the worry, and we are fully held and we are fully loved, magic happens. Alchemy happens. Because when we are fully witnessed in these crunchy emotions that society has told us are wrong, the shame that we carry for them dissolves. And shame is the lowest frequency on the emotional scale. So when you are able to fully release all of these old stories, this pain, the shame, the suffering, the anger, the grief, the fear... And when we are able to be witnessed and held by our conscious sisters in these emotions, alchemy, magic. So inviting you, if you are somebody that's in this season that feels like you're just dying and everything is falling apart and it's all painful and you're sitting in these crunchy emotions every single day, inviting you to call on your sisters And giving your sisters the opportunity to deeply hold you in this process. Another tool, probably the most powerful tool, is to get into your body. Okay, when we are in the season of releasing and it feels like every day everything is coming up and no matter what we do, things just keep coming up and it kind of feels like, holy fucking shit, why is everything falling apart? I just want to have a normal day without all of these emotions. The biggest, most powerful thing that you can do is to get out of your head and to get into your body. 
Because when we try to consciously intellectualize and intellectualize, well, why am I feeling this way? And going in a journal hole, right? I love journaling. There's nothing against it. And it keeps us in our mind, right? And we journal and we journal and we journal and we journal and we journal, but we don't actually feel the emotion in our body. We don't actually feel the fear. And so if you want to be able to move through these emotions more quickly and with more grace and with less conscious effort, get out of your head and get into your body. I'm going to use the example of fear. Okay, so let's say you wake up and you are feeling so much fear. You're feeling fear that you don't know how you're going to pay your rent. Rather than journaling or avoiding it or staying in your mind, what I want to invite you to do is to actually embody the fear. Close your eyes, take a deep breath, find the emotion in your body, find the fear in your body and ask what it's trying to teach you. Ask what it's trying to show you, ask what it's trying to tell you. Feel the fear. Let the fear envelop your body. Let yourself fully feel the emotion. Because all these emotions want is to be felt. All these emotions want is to be seen and to be heard. It's so easy to treat these crunchy, dense, lower vibrational emotions as Like we exile them. Nope, you're not allowed here because I need to be a high vibration and anger is not a high vibration. But my love, emotions are energy in motion. So if you exile these emotions and you cast them out, they get stuck in your body. And that is how you lower your vibration. Your vibration is not based on the emotion that you feel. And I want to, I'm going to emphasize this again. The vibration that you hold is not based on an emotion that you feel. The vibration that you hold is based on your inner alignment. So the more that you stuff down these crunchier emotions like anger, like grief, like rage, the more you are blocking your chakra system and that is causing you to get out of alignment. And that is what lowers your vibration. Feeling anger for 20 minutes in a sacred rage practice and punching the shit out of your pillows and screaming like a lion and roaring does not lower your vibration. In fact, you're actually moving anger out of your body, out of your cells, out of your DNA, which actually makes your vibration and your frequency lighter. So if you really want to support yourself in this process of releasing all of these beliefs and these thoughts and these old versions of who you be, rather than staying in your mind and trying to logic your way through it, get into your body. Feel the emotion. Feel whatever is coming up and without making it mean anything about you. It's so easy to feel an emotion. I remember when I first started this journey, I I remember so vividly, I had this massive wave of just sadness hit me. And I remember that I was like, well, why do I feel sad? My life is so good. And I, I shamed myself and I, I felt bad for feeling sad because I was like, it doesn't make sense. I shouldn't feel sad. My life is so fucking good. Like, why, why am I feeling this way? But remembering that your emotions are not just 
how you are feeling, right? What is coming up when you walk down this priestess path is not just yours. It's your mother's, it's your father's, it's your grandmother's, it's your grandfather's, it's your great grandmother's, it's your great grandfather's. It is everybody that walks before you, every one of your ancestors that has walked before you, everybody in your lineage, because you are here and you are doing this work, not just for you, but for your lineage. You are here to break the chain. You are here to clear the trauma. Wow, the throat chakra is activating. So whenever these emotions come up, it doesn't need to mean anything about you. It doesn't mean that you need to do more work. It doesn't mean that you need to call your mentor. It doesn't mean anything about you. It means that you are feeling all of the things that the people that walked before you didn't have the courage to feel. It means that you are feeling the things that need to be felt so that you can create a life of heaven on earth. It means that you are feeling the things that need to be felt so that you can create the generational wealth that your grandparents couldn't. The emotions that arise in you do not mean anything about you. They are simply visitors. They want to be seen. They want to be felt. They want to be heard. And as soon as you do that, and as soon as you give them full permission to be seen and felt and heard, they clear. They clear just like that. And remembering that this is a practice and remembering that it's like flexing a muscle. The more that you do it, the easier it's going to get. The more that you do this, the easier it's going to get. And so I want to invite you to begin to make this a daily practice of every single morning or every single evening Dropping into your heart, moving your point of consciousness from your mind into your heart and asking your heart, how am I feeling today? What's alive for me today? And letting yourself feel that emotion. I love to use music. Music is such a big tool for me. And I definitely have different playlists for different things. I have like my sensuality playlist. I have my sad playlist that is just going to make me cry. I have my sacred rage playlist. I have all of these different playlists that are curated curated to help myself move through these different emotions. So If you're somebody that loves music, music is so powerful and I want to invite you into that practice. And as you drop out of your mind and into your body, releasing any judgment around what that looks like. I have had moments where I've literally been on all fours, like shaking my head like a fucking tiger, like eating a like eating meat, like ripping me off an animal. Like I've had full moments of just like primal wildness without judgment. Trusting that your body knows exactly what it needs to do to release the emotions. Because the emotions don't live in our mind. They live in our body. They live in our tissues. They live in our cells. And like I said, that's where we get disease from. Dis-ease, disharmony, dysregulation in the chakra system. If you haven't already read the book, The Body Keeps the Score, I'm going to invite you into this book and into reading this book. I'll link it in the show notes for you so you can just go on Amazon and buy it. But once you read this book and once you really understand that our body does keep the score, you start to welcome all of these emotional releases in knowing that it's all being cleared from your body. 
And this is the same thing as if you are somebody that works with plant medicine or walk the medicine path. Every single time that I sit in ceremony and my body is releasing, whether it's shaking, whether it's crying, whether it's vomiting, whether it's shitting, like whatever that looks like, I thank my body because I know that my body is releasing things that maybe my mind can't connect to or maybe, you know, maybe the vision does connect to the to the purge, right? Sometimes it doesn't. And so every single time that my body is purging, even when I'm not on medicine, like my body, I'll have a whole coughing fit and I thank my body knowing that my body is releasing something that I am not conscious of. So as you are in this cycle of release, as you are in the cycle of walking through the fire, the most powerful thing that you can do is get out of your head and into your body. This path is for the priestess and you are a priestess. You are not listening to this if you are not a priestess, okay? And that might bring up a lot of imposter syndrome. Who am I to be a priestess? What are you talking about, Sophia? I'm just plain old Jane. No, you're not. You're a priestess and you are on this path of remembering and releasing and rising. And this is a cyclical nature and you are always on this path of remembering and releasing and rising. And so you get to be the one to build resiliency in the fire. Normal people are burned in the fire. Priestesses are forged in the fire. The priestesses that have the courage to walk through the fire have the hearts with the deepest resiliency, have the hearts that are cracked wide open to receive the magic and the messages from the ancestors and the earth and the lands and the spirits and the cosmos. But in order to be in that space, you get to have the courage to walk through the fire with your head held high. You get to have the courage to walk through and release everything that is not coming with where you are going. Because after we remember, we must release. We must let go of everything that is no longer in alignment with our new remembrance. Because in order for us to rise into the next level of our embodiment, into the next level of our priestesshood, into our next timeline, into the timeline where your prayers are answered and heaven on earth becomes reality in the form of opportunities or clients or money or job or unions or whatever that looks like for you, you get to have the opportunity to allow for yourself and to allow for those old versions of yourself to die first. This work is for the women who know that they're made for something more. This work is for the women that are so unbelievably devoted to this path. It takes devotion and it takes courage to be able to walk and hold yourself through the fire. And also remembering that in this, you don't have to do it alone. You do not have to do this alone. And that is where the power of mentorship comes in. That is where the power of having a guide comes in. My clients will come to me all the time. Wow. (coughs) My clients will come to me all the time. And will share their most vulnerable and will share their raw and how they're feeling and them being in the fire. And I am able to hold their hearts and their wombs fiercely as they walk through it. 
And that is the power of having the support system. And I myself literally just started a new six-month container minimum with my new mentor. And as we walk down this path together, there are going to be moments where I, I need to be held and she will hold me. And there is so much power in having a support system as you go down this path. And so my love, if you're listening to this and you're like, yeah, this is me. This is my work. This is my journey. I'm a priestess. I want to invite you into the temple. And the temple is a beautifully co-created retreat hosted by myself and my two sisters, Alexis and Bridget. And this temple, the story on it, me and Alexis are going to do our own podcast just talking about the story of where the temple came from. But the temple is your portal to heaven on earth. The temple is your portal to coming home to your priestesshood. And this retreat is magic. It is the embodiment of priestesses in the living day. I'm talking womb attunement, sound ceremonies, a plant medicine ceremony, cacao, um, massage therapy, like a luxury home, waterfall initiations by myself. Like this space is magic. And at the end of this retreat, your gifts will be unlocked. You will have remembered and released and risen into the next level of the woman that you were meant to become. At the end of this retreat, you will be so tapped into your womb and your pleasure and your soul and your everything. You go home holding a different frequency because of the work that you have done. And to be held in person is a whole different ball game than to be held online. Like to be held in person by the healing hands of us three women who are here to support you and to guide you on the journey that you are going to embark on on seven days together in the beautiful potent lands of Costa Rica. That, I just got full body chills. Like that power is, whew, it is woven with God, source, creator, goddess, spirit. Like it is beyond. So if you are somebody that has been desiring in-person support and not only that, to meet sisters that walk this path with you, to meet sisters that get it because it's really easy when you walk this path to be like, oh my God, nobody gets it. I feel so lonely. Me and Alexis indirectly met through a retreat. And that is how the temple was created. So by going to the temple, you're going to meet your soul sisters. You're going to meet the women who get it just as deeply as you do. And so I want to invite you in. I want to invite you in. And there is nothing like in-person retreats. Every retreat I've ever gone to, I've been like, wow, yeah, there is so much magic and there is so much potency. And the temple is taking everything to a new level. If you're feeling the call, come and you have questions, come message me on Instagram. Like, come message me. Let's talk. Like, I am here for you and I am here to guide you into following your soul and your wombs, yes. Because when you follow your soul and your wombs, yes, it leads you 
to the life that is heaven on earth. It leads you to the money, to the overflow, to the love, to the union, to the opportunities, to the family, to the kids, to the house. It leads you to the liberation and the peace that your soul is deeply desiring. I love you so much. I am so lit up about this part two of the three-part series and I can't wait to see you next week so that we can all rise from the ashes together. I love you deeply. I'll see you next time. Thank you for tuning into another episode of the Heaven on Earth podcast. If you loved this conversation today, if it activated you, if it landed within you, please leave a review. Let me know your thoughts. Share this episode with a friend, with a family member. Share this episode on social media and tag me with your biggest takeaway. If you don't already, follow me over on Instagram at sophia.dalporto and make sure you're following along on the Heaven on Earth podcast Instagram as well. Thank you for being here. I love you. I see you and we'll see you next time.